0: Welcome to the fucking do it cast. I hope you enjoy your stay and it won't last that long. (laughs) Uh, This is the fucking do it cast. My name is Jamie Noguchi. That's Brandon Chumler's. We are part of the hard knock media podcasting network. I didn't fuck it up this week. Uh, We we have to spill space because the boss's podcast took a break until the next year. What is that about? (laughs) Months off? Well, uh, no, uh, I think they're just breaking for the holidays. So they took out like a couple week hiatus until like 2023. Uh, but we are hard working. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to slack off. <laughs> you know what that means, right? You
1: know it that means, that means we
0: right? own the network now. <laughs>
1: well 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 (laughs) clink your glasses and grab your asses kids it's time for the fucking do it cast we are the only and i do mean only Only. podcast on the hard knock media (laughs) podcasting network who gives a shit about you enough to not abandon you during the holidays guess (laughs) what everybody else is treating you like a deadbeat dad but old uncle podcast over here has got you (laughs) Coming in like a fucking stepdad with a good job. That's right. I bought you Hot Wheels and we're going out for Little Caesars. Shit is about to get fucking classy around here. We're
0: going to get a message. Good.
1: No, that would require him to actually look at the podcast. And to my understanding, he's on break. So either he's on break or he's not on break.
0: He's on break, but that doesn't mean he can't listen to stuff. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> You're here. I am here. We're both here. We're both here.
0: Mr. Whatever. Oh, uh, I'm I'm I don't remember which arm is where. So like
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, just ran. see this
0: like flexing ass arm just come tearing into the Yeah, I don't know where that is in my in my frame. <laughs> I'll find it later. All right, yeah, whatever. The, ar- the arm is here. The so. arm is huge. Yeah, no, it looks <laughs> it looks sharp. <laughs> Brandon. Sir. Uh, you got to live one of your dreams this past weekend. I did. Uh, actually, I would, get to do that. Yeah. Uh, you've been a wrestling fan forever. Yes. For fucking ever. Yes, for fucking ever. You've had encounters with wrestlers yes. in, in the wild. Yes. I, I shout out to our own uh, Young Blood. Yeah. Uh, You've been slapped in the chest by have. by a wrestler. I have, and you have the welts to prove it, Brandon Chalmers. For the first time in your life, you got to step into a bona fide, actual wrestling motherfucking ring. Yes, yes, I did. I tell tell the people well how it went down, what went down, how was so, it? I it was.
1: Uh... Top three art fights of my my time with Art Fight. Um, I still think our re- our retirement night is is number one with a bullet, just because that one's like extra fucking special. But like, as far as show quality and different venue and different space and different experience, um, this might be number two. I got to be honest with you. Like it was it was that good. Wow. Uh, so. Being back with Super Art Fight, the regular ref Adam was unable to make this show. I stepped out of retirement, back into my old shoes, through the stripes on. Things are a little tighter, a little less flattering, but nonetheless, I'm still going to get into it, because fuck it. I, I, you know, if I have the opportunity to step in a wrestling ring, I'm going to step in a fucking wrestling
0: ring. You you got to. You gotta go in with the guns out, and if the, if it's a little tighter, it's, it's a, it just it's means you've been bit,
1: working out more. Right? Yeah. No, I I feel good all up yeah. here. I felt fine, but yeah, yeah. like I, watching the stripes kind of shift a little bit in some of the photos. Like no, no, eh, no, 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 yeah, it's no, that's no, no, yeah, no, might no. be time to cut back on the soda. No, no, um, fuck that. Yeah, fuck but. That. But I, either way, power belly out. I was ready to fucking rock and roll. So Damn. super art fight versus flying V fights. Now flying V fights is a wrestling league. That is kind of the remnants of, Of the southern contingency of Chikara wrestling, which is no longer around. Okay. Uh, So you'll see a lot of Chikara wrestlers making their way into Flying V. And Flying V is actually the name of the venue. Um, It is kind of like a, a, a co op sort of, I don't know if co op's the right word, but like there are many events that happen there. Um, like the, before, I think the week before, uh, flying V set up, they were doing a live action, Rocky horror show. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> so like the venue is very much doing very cool, fun, kitschy nerd stuff. And that's rad. And yeah, everyone who was so dope. at the community sp- or at, at that space who were part of the onsite staff were outstanding, um, we got a very real backstage look, especially sharing a locker room with all the wrestlers as well. Oh, cool. Um, Kind of just an idea of what this is like, what they have to go through, watching how the Maryland State Athletic Commission forces them to go get like doc checks and everything else like that because Maryland insists that wrestling's a sport and you have to actually clear this stuff. Whoa. To my understanding, like, I think it's this and like Nevada are the only two that force you to do this. Every other state's like, you want to get in the ring and be a fucking idiot we know that this is a show go at it that's awesome it's not though because it may it means that we couldn't
0: get involved in physical stuff oh uh, no I meant it's awesome it's in that they're safe and well they're, they're safe,
1: safe and they're trying to protect everybody yeah but like to be fair they're stage actors mm-hmm. like you know, so I, I can understand both arguments, but in the sense of like somebody who wanted to get involved with something so no learning very quickly that like, there was a discussion that even by us getting in the ring, we should have been checked out potentially oh, and, the docs, okay. and the docs saw what we did on video was like, we're good. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> could, could you have gotten
0: checked earlier? Like, is this something that you could it, have done it, if, no, you if, knew that if that was we, part if of it. we'd have
1: had an agreement or something like that, too. You now, this is me speculating. We did not discuss, I did not discuss this at all. But to what I gathered, had I have worked out some sort of bit, what have you, with Flying V, and I wanted to do something in the ring. I could have been checked out like any other performer. There, basically, the doc showed up. The doc's there from a certain time. You line up and you just wait for your turn to get checked oh, out. Cool. So you, you just sign the paperwork. The and- yeah. Oh yeah. No, oh, everything okay. happens day of.
0: Okay. I, there's I there's, sure
1: there's no pre the- prep or anything. Like they want to um, check you right then and there, make sure you're square, make sure you're not on anything. Like yeah yeah, yeah To yeah. make sure everybody's on the up and up.
0: Brandon, you should have just gone in the fucking line.
1: Well, d- hang on a second, because <laughs> we're gonna get there. So. <laughs> We go into everything and we have to do prep. There's a whole series of bits. And like what I learned is, boy, howdy, does wrestling take a lot of practice and discussion and working it out with your opponent and oh, trust. Yeah. And like it is it is very much to do it well there is just a ton of communication and calling it on the fly is not realistically what happens at least not at that level and i'd argue that probably if you want to do it right a unless you're you know Forty-year veterans or something like that. I'm sure you could probably call. I'm sure Steamboat could call a match on the fly. And you're just <laughs> going to trust him, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is one of those things where like learning how the sausage is made was a very interesting experience. Learning how to get in the ring was an interesting experience because it, it was definitely a like first times real sketchy, and then you start to get more confident. But like, full disclosure, the whole the whole way things were supposed to start right so. They have a ring announcer. He comes out. They they introduce himself. They talk about Flying V, and then they introduce the referees for the evening. It is uh, two other indie refs that have been around. It is Bryce Remsburg, who is one of the main referees from AEW, who Ooh. I got a chance to hang out with kind of all night. Yeah, uh, he cool. also ended up doing commentary during the third match. An absolute sweetheart of a human. That's um, but it was essentially like, when I say Bryce's name, I want you to come out and you're going to basically cut a promo on everyone. So I walk out, I go, I wipe my feet at the ring, I swing the leg over, I swing the other leg over and I catch my toe on the oh, fucking... No. <laughs> and I like hop and then my arms go go pause and then literally I just slowly lift it off, slowly put my hands down, my leg down, my hands down. Like, I know I screwed up, we're fine, and like I immediately snap up, look right at the at the, uh, at the <laughs> ring announcer. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Now I stuck the dismount, but let's get to business. Excuse <laughs> me, and I took this from him, and immediately did the art fight entrance. Right, I immediately was like, "We all know why you're really here, so let's get to the talent." <laughs> no, they don't hit the music cue. Unt- we have a whole sound booth. Well, I've got just one guy who handles sound. I've got a whole separate lighting person. Oh my so God. I had a sound and lighting cue that I introduced Marty. I introduced Ross. And as I hit the by God, no. And it, uh, in the O of his last name, that's when the lights hit the music changes and the boys come out of the back. And like, it felt so fucking tight. And we come out. We hit the stage. We do the thing. We learn how to pass the rig over. whole line. By the way, learned doing wrestling with the new rig absolutely necessary. Because mm, mm. trying to get that thing in and out of the ring while things are actively happening, old rig mm-mm, wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So, um, point for matches, new rig. <laughs> huh? Yeah, one, one point for new. One rig. point for new rig. Absolutely, one point for new rig. <laughs> also, the old one. I don't think it would have fit in the ring. Mm, I think it's the, the ring surprisingly Smaller than I was expecting
0: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the screens and the Cameras and the lenses make the rig look Huge
1: yeah and like And from the floor you, The ring looks huge because it's lifted Off the ground quite a lot like yeah. it, it, it is an intimidating Structure to make sure like once you're In it it feels a lot better But yeah, yeah. so <sighs> First match Happens everything's great By the way we got a much bigger pop than they did. <laughs> um, what we learned also, I don't know, about half an hour before show went on, um, they oversold the venue. Oh, dear God. <laughs> so uh, to my understanding, that is not something that normally happens. So I, I do believe uh, Art Fight and Flying View will end up doing it again. There was a lot of positive feedback on everything. Our matches were great. We got to work with a lot of the wrestlers. Uh, One of them, they they couldn't hear a whole lot of the commentary. What they could hear in the back, even in the locker room downstairs, was us chanting, wheel of death, because we got so fucking loud. (laughs) So... The uh, the artists and or sorry the wrestlers ended up doing this like gator roll sort of situation uh, bit and the crowd naturally started chanting wheel of death <laughs> uh, and then one of the other wrestlers ended up getting a wheel of death chant going by cracking the her ass multiple times to it <laughs> she's like it seemed like a lot of fun so I wanted to see if I could pull it off and turns out they really like chanting wheel of death <laughs> that's awesome yeah so we got uh, a lot of really nice feedback the wrestling was exceptional our matches were very good and tight the artists definitely were being super collaborative and taking notes from the wrestlers of talking things out so there was sometimes our fights can get very combative and they become very difficult to see oh yeah these were pretty clean looking canvases with pretty defined pieces of art that felt really cohesive this was a sign of uh, a crew who definitely respected each other and knew what they were doing. It was very nice to see. And nice. it was nice to work with Titanium for the first time on the canvas. She is an yeah. absolute delight. Dude, she comes out to this metal music, right? And she's the first match motorcycle revs and all the metal and everything else like that. She comes out with the horns. She's got like a big, like goat sort of like shoulder piece going on with the course paint and the vest and yeah. Yeah. And she's essentially doing like a hell bent for leather sort of thing. Yeah. And then snaps open a razor scooter, revs the engine and then <laughs> glides to the ring on a razor scooter. <laughs> like it's a fucking motorcycle and just uh, spells it hard. Like just yeah. looks at it, drops the scooter. Like, you know, right into the ring, not even think about it. Fucking Aaron, her new bit, Clementine, she's got a tiny horse head like the fake horse. She goes and rides out. Their beef is literally a steel horse is better than a real horse. <laughs> yes. So oh, that's so good. That was exceptional. Um, the end, uh, we had Bryce come out, do commentary for the third match. At the end of the third match, uh with Syria Beats Baron von Sexeful uh biggest pop of the night yeah very proud of my loving wife Hell yeah yep yep uh, beat baron by 2 full decibels by the way like yeah Dude, this is my surprise face it right, she <laughs> we we were missing something in art fight of the long entrance ramp and everything he's hitting, having the lights hit in this orange and purple glow and Lizzo's uh, good as hell start to play, she floated to the fucking ring. Like, it was nice. big. And the second she hit and, like, opened her, her the and, like, the dress kind of started flowing, I heard, like, five or six people go, ooh. So it was like, <laughs> okay, we need this. More yeah. of this. Yeah, 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 Um. So, yeah, she won and Baron immediately, and this was part of the whole thing, was he interrupts the post-match interview and just starts shouting rigged. It's fake art oh, fights, God. fake wrestling's fake Yeah, And calls forth El Ejo del Stompedon. <laughs> One of the wrestlers gotten a full fucking gimmick. The same person who made Kelsey's other thing did a full new Stompedon helmet that has angry eyes and, <laughs> We learned, well, this is my favorite part. We tested this whole thing because it was like, come down, you know, calls for a stomp it on, stomp it on, comes down, gets in the ring, hops over the top rope, gets in the ring, grabs the rig and pretend throws the rig out and essentially very quickly kind of passes it to me. I act like I have a lot of trouble getting the thing down. I place it down. I get things out of the way. They clear the ring and then somebody dressed as like a, a uh, Sentai Ranger character, whatever it is, comes out and essentially has a battle where they set it to the Matrix like slow fight music, and oh, yeah. they actually do like a very fun bit. <sighs> Problem is, the head didn't get there until like seven o'clock, oh, so the dude Lord. didn't have a chance to practice with the head, and they learned very quickly that trying to move around with a stomping on head on is almost impossible. So I. They call for it, stop it on. I move the rig over to be able to give them some room. Cause I'm like, I know this head, I know how this is going to work. And they hit the top of the stage and they get toward the thing. And literally I watch the head turn to me and I've done enough of these with Kelsey that I know when Kelsey's lost. Yeah. Cause it's still the same expression, <laughs> but like it's a body language thing. Yeah, like, and I watched them stare and I went, you can't see. And they, they I literally just watched them kind of go like this, like give me the love as a battlefield. No. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, okay. And all I could think is this is going to break bad. That didn't happen until the match and the match <laughs> happened. The head was definitely turning left to right. It was a lot of correction and like <laughs> making it super dramatic about the correcting. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But the the problem was they, they, you know, they realize they can't see. They're like, fuck it. I know this. I know what I'm doing. I know where everything is. They grab the top rope. They leap over the top. Very dramatic. They start to scare everyone out of the ring. They grab the rig. And instead of passing it over feet first, they pass it over top first. So there's one of the clamps sticking out. They huck the thing at me. And it smacks me right in the fucking bridge of my nose. <laughs> and I literally have to grab the rig and clear it up and over and like legit sell the thing. Well, I go to put the rig down and I'm checking my nose cause I'm convinced I'm bleeding. <laughs> like, cause I caught it hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like the rig stopped because it hit me in the face. Not because I actually caught the thing. It bounced off of my noggin and then I caught it on the way down. So I get the ring cleared. and <laughs> It's like that. They do the whole bit. It was exceptional. Uh, They did the big SNL ending, uh, waved at everybody, had a great night. Like, it was a super great experience. And it's, we've done cons where we've been complimented on our professionalism or, you know, they're easy to work with or what have you. The first time I've had theater people come down and talk to us about our professionalism, there were like some microphone issues or whatever it is. And, you and I know how to pass microphones back and forth to switch out some things and work out some shit or whatever it is and make sure that it doesn't really affect the show at all. And the guy pulled me aside. He was like, seriously 10 out of 10. And I was like, good talk. Glad to hear. So (laughs) there was a little feather in the cap moment. All the wrestlers had a really good time. We got a ton of compliments and it's like, okay. I feel good about this. We managed to go and do wrestling things and have a good time. Right. And like break everybody. The heel, I almost broke his character. (laughs) The first match, he's supposed to come out. And his whole bit is he's mad at flying V for being such a comedy show. And this is a prime example of disrespecting wrestling. And his whole bit is he's supposed to come out. And at this point, the rig is already out of the ring, right? And it's set up in the back, but the arts done. So all the first match art is already on there. And he's supposed to come by and rip the paper off the, off the rig and basically disrespect the art throw it to the ground, and stomp all over it and everything. Well, when we tested it, he had his back turned and Aaron and I are flanking the canvas. Well, he ripped the thing off and both Aaron and I instinctively drop to our knees and scream and shake our hands at the sky. Well, <laughs> no! he didn't notice it. So I'm I'm on the the, the other side. During practice, but when it happens in person, I'm on the side where like the ramp comes up. So he's looking at me. (laughs) So he rips up. There's a really great photo uh, from the photographer of him. Ripping the art, and as he's ripping the art off, and you see him like mid-motion, he's like right at the third piece of paper. I'm on my knees, screaming, fists in the air, like no. Well, he didn't realize I was doing this, so he turns and catches my gaze. He's supposed to be kind of promo, and he sees me, and he sees me on my knees, screaming like this, and he doesn't know what's going on. and He's like, I seriously almost <laughs> lost it. He's like, because I look over and I see you on your knees, and he he literally he didn't break character, but he. He looks at me he's like why the fuck are you on your knees what is wrong with you like and it's like spitting in my face like why what are you doing i'm like, sorry i don't even know you broke my heart <laughs> you broke my heart okay. right yeah it's so like we get to the back and he answers he's like why were you on your knees i explained he's like you seriously almost broke me I was like, i'm so sorry he's like no it was funny as shit he's like i just wasn't ready for it <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. So it was it was very cool to have that experience and to have people who were going out there and, you know, doing their thing. And we'd walk back after the match and, you know, after our match and get compliments from wrestlers standing at Gorilla. I got to spend a good bit of time standing at Gorilla. Yeah, that's dope. it fucking just the idea of being at the gorilla position for an art fight is so fucking cool. Yeah. that is. So cool. yeah, that was, uh, that was my experience with that. It was, it was very, very good. Do you,
0: has this give it gotten you the bug to like, to to try to like seek out and work with other federations that are local in the area.
1: I, I may or may not have reached out to our, uh, our Northeasterly friend about that, Um, but I have a feeling that's going to be more of a us getting, or me getting them booked on the next one of these to kind of create an away team to then, you know what I mean, like, have them come back and go, hey, this is a proven commodity, this is a lot of fun. So, we will see, I don't know what show size difference is between the two um, organizations. So I don't know if it's a like relative comparison or one is noticeably smaller than the other. Like, I I don't, I don't know because we haven't been to a show other than that one show at that venue. And that venue is not a fair barometer. No. (laughs) So we'll see how, how that goes. But I, I, I'd like to, I'm curious about a lot of it. We do have an in, uh, with MCW. Um, so there, there could be a possibility there, but I also wonder if they may take themselves a little too seriously. You might need to be a little more comedy based, more Kaiju, big battle of that, more Kaiju, big battle, more, just kind of be willing to have a bit of fun with everything. And I, I think we both can agree there is a place for those different kinds of wrestling, and art fight does not belong at the more serious one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I so, mean, you, you personally, like me, per- what, like you, me, go to wrestle? Yeah, not or
0: wrestle or be like be like a uh, a judge or a ref or I or I no
1: because I I would still again like dude, <laughs> my blood pressure is awful. I couldn't pass a <laughs> fucking safety <state laughs> inspection. You kidding me? No. Um, <laughs> i i think it would be interesting to be an announcer i have a feeling that i probably turned a few heads with the art fight entrance that i did because i've done it a lot i feel very confident about it uh you know wife told me they were standing uh she was standing next to a few other art fighters at, at gorilla and they were like has he been practicing in the mirror she's like he doesn't need to practice. Yeah, come and on. What? What fucking question is that? No, but but I get <laughs> I get the idea of like ring rust and nerves and everything else like that. And the second I did it, they were like, "Oh, never mind." And <laughs> my was like, "I just looked right at the camera." And was like, "He's back. He's good." Yeah, and it's yeah. like, "Yeah, I did this practice? is this is an old shoe, man. Like I know yeah, how to yeah. wear this. Yeah. I'm I'm good. And fuck, I I practice every week with you. Like <laughs> shit." I'm jaw jacking 10 times as much as most of the wrestlers there that night. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I I would be curious about that. I think I'd make a great mouthpiece for someone. I think I would make a great commentator for someone manager, Manager, ring announcer. Like I, I, I think this is a lofty statement, but I do think that if for some reason their ring announcer was unavailable, I might get a DM. That would be dope. That would be dope. Yeah. Like, I, I think especially if I end up finding myself a nice shiny jacket somewhere, something to really stand out, that'd be nice. Like, oh, yeah, the the dude they had had like a gold, uh, like, like a gold sequin purple kind of color shifting joint or whatever it is like, dude, look sharp. Were there tassels? There were not tassels, but there was a sharp vest you could bring the tassels. The tassels feel like a bit much. Mm. Like there's there's flashy and then there's overdoing it. Think, I think if I you could have tasteful tassels. Tasteful <laughs> tassels isn't bad. I think <laughs> I I think a clean color, a matching tie, yeah, bright shoes and a hat is going to set me apart from everybody else. Yeah. That would be because I definitely got a lot of comments about the like the hat and breaking out the old art fight shoes because like all the other refs being in like the very clean look and tucked in and everything else. I was like, he looks so comfortable. Like that was literally (laughs) as I chased the other refs out of the ring. They're like, he doesn't have to tuck in his shirt. Why doesn't he have to tuck in his shirt? I was like, sorry, our thing's cooler than yours. Get the fuck out (laughs) of my ring. Get out. Yep. (laughs)
0: Oh man! Well, that's awesome. Sounds yeah. like a that's like that's a triumphant return. Like a the, yeah, return. I
1: I I feel very good about that return. I'm I'm glad I was able to help them out in a pinch, and I think in retrospect, if I'd have missed that, I'd have been real sad. Yeah, I I, I was having second. I heard about that. I was having some FOMO, yeah. and then the second I I hear about that, and then it's like. Oh, I get the opportunity to potentially shoehorn my way in. Yeah, I'm going to be on that show. (laughs) Hook or crook, my dude, I'm going to be fucking the John Cena was on the wheel and immediately came up like first match, like first topic. And it was fucking building blew up. Like, just (laughs) right. Yeah, because it was like, (laughs) by the way, doing the uh, the one fall and 25 minute time limit with a wrestling crowd.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You. Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, it doesn't get be- any better
1: than that. Like, no, that's, that's I, awesome. I think I'm going to be uh, in a very different headspace when I do Ocean City Comic Con this weekend. <laughs> so I'm hosting this weekend, and I am not sure what that's supposed to be like. I've never done that show. The way it got explained to me is it's in some sort of performing arts theater, and there's going to be like 25 feet between the stage and the chairs. <laughs> And uh, I, I might try and see if I can talk everybody into coming on up front and sitting in front of the stage for Uncle Brandon's story time, all crisscross applesauce. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> Dope, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I there there's part of me that wants to just see if I can bring a bunch of people up on stage and have them sit in front of the the, the rig and just literally watch the show that way. Yeah, you might as well. We'll, we'll see how how uh, bold I'm going to be. But uh, it's a yeah, Comic-Con. it's a Comic-Con, right? It's a Comic-Con, right? I know how to do yeah. a con show.
0: Yeah, you know how to do a con show.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we will see the uh, the show after that. I'm curious what it's going to be because it's going to be the first no Ross, no Marty show. Mm. So I assume it's going to be great. <laughs> That's kind of what I assume as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least different. Uh, well, yeah,
0: I mean, it doesn't top that. We should just end on that. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing else good is happening. So that's great. (laughs)
1: Uh, Brandon, where can people find you? If, oh, wow. All right, cool. Uh, You can find me on Instagram at that guy. Chalmers. I was on what the fuck is it? What's, what's the one that was there and then they stole all your data and then died. Hive. Hive, yeah, that
0: one. I don't know if they're coming back. I so I, they shut down the servers to to unfuck
1: their security vulnerability, but I haven't heard if they're back yet. Same and I don't I don't think they are, so you know, I guess uh can't follow me on that anymore. So sorry about that. Uh you know my feelings on uh Elon Musk, so I hope that guy <laughs> dies of gonorrhea of the cancer of the AIDS of the eyes. Um So, you know, there's there's definitely that. Oh, did you hear about his whole bullshit with the uh, the implant and apparently doing some awful animal testing? Because, of course, he's a piece of shit who would rush something like that to market.
0: Yes, I did hear about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why do all you need a Hyundai accent, kids? Don't (laughs) fucking buy a Tesla. Please don't buy a Tesla. Please don't buy a Tesla. Please don't buy a
0: Tesla. I don't, know you, I don't know if you saw last week's thumbnail, but that was the thumbnail for the episode.
1: That was the best <laughs> thumbnail. Like <laughs> I saw that. And I was like, I don't know if we've ever done a better one. Like that's
0: <laughs> That's a fucking tag. I've been doing them now, so like I <laughs>
1: You, you get me in that new and exciting way. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Jamie Noguchi, Time Magazine's own the biggest cock I've ever seen. <laughs> Jamie Noguchi, where can they find you and the fact that you don't wear shorts? You can find me on Instagram,
0: TikTok, uh, as Jamie Noguchi. You can find me on Twitter still uh, hanging out there just because uh, YouTube, Draw Jam, this thing. Uh, Jamie Noguchi on Spotify and, and Apple Music. I get paid better through Apple Music, so stream from there. Yes. And, um, yeah, uh, Wherever finer podcasts are sold. Goddamn right, Sushi Bo time. It's the <laughs> Holiday Jam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, man. Uh, hopefully we'll see you next week. Yeah. doses we don't bail on our fans during the fucking holidays, I'm <laughs> like somebody. Yeah, not naming names. It's it's a it's a working holiday. It's a working holiday. Holiday, holiday, holiday. Christmas okay. is the holiday. Every other day is a day for you to get the fuck up and go to work. <laughs> this doesn't even work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah.